0: Hey, y'all, welcome back to our trail walk through the book of Job. We left off in chapter 19, where Job is crying out to his friends to have mercy on him in this time of severe um, suffering, and he has a lot of excitement for God still and reverence and respect for God. And in 20, his friend Zophar is now going to respond again to Job for the second time. In verse 1 it says then so far the Naamite replied i must reply because i am greatly disturbed i've had to endure your insults but now my spirit prompts me to reply don't you realize that from the beginning of time ever since people were first placed on earth the triumph of the wicked has been short-lived and the joy of the godless has been only temporary Though the pride of the godless reaches to the heavens and their heads touch the clouds, yet they will vanish forever, thrown away like their own dung. Those who knew them will ask, where are they? They will fade like a dream and not be found. They will vanish like a vision in the night. Those who once saw them will see them no more. Their families will never see them again. Their children will beg from the poor, for they must give back their stolen riches. Though they are young, their bones will lie in the dust. They enjoyed the sweet taste of wickedness, letting it melt under their tongue. They savored it, holding it long in their mouths. But suddenly, the food in their bellies turned sour, a poisonous venom in their stomach. They will vomit the wealth they swallowed. God won't let them keep it down." They will suck the poison of cobras. The viper will kill them. They will never again enjoy streams of olive oil or rivers of milk and honey. They will give back everything they worked for. Their wealth will bring them no joy. For they oppressed the poor and left them destitute. They foreclosed on their homes. They were always greedy and never satisfied. Nothing remains of all the things they dreamed about. Nothing is left after they finish gorging themselves. Therefore, their prosperity will not endure. In the midst of plenty, they will run into trouble and be overcome by misery. May God give them a belly full of trouble. May God rain down his anger upon them. When they try to escape an iron weapon, a bronze-tipped arrow will pierce them. The arrow is pulled from their back, and the arrowhead glistens with blood. The terrors of death are upon them. Their treasures will be thrown into deepest darkness. A Wildfire will devour their goods, consuming all they have left. The heavens will reveal their guilt, and the earth will testify against them. A flood will sweep away their house. God's anger will descend on them in torrents. This is the reward that God gives the wicked. It is the inheritance decreed by God. So again... Um he's comparing Job to wickedness and in explaining what's going to happen to wicked people if he doesn't repent and turn away from his great wickedness, which, again, is more assumptions and accusations. They just can't stop. They just keep on going. Uh, they really should just be quiet and encourage and support Job. In chapter 21, Job's going to respond to him. Then Job spoke again. Listen closely to what I am saying. That's one consolation you can give me. Bear with me and let me speak. After I have spoken, you may resume mocking me. My complaint is with God, not with people. I have good reason to be so impatient. Look at me and be stunned. Put your hand over your mouth in shock. When I think about what I'm saying, I shudder. My body trembles. Why do the wicked prosper, growing old and powerful?" They live to see their children grow up and settle down, and they enjoy their grandchildren. Their homes are safe from every fear, and God does not punish them. Their bulls never fail to breed, their cows bear calves and never miscarry. They let their children frisk about like lambs, their little ones skip and dance. They sing with tambourine and harp, they celebrate to the sound of the flute. They spend their days in prosperity, then go down to the grave in peace and yet they say to god go away we want no part of you and your ways who is the almighty and why should we obey him what good will it use do us to pray they think their prosperity is of their own doing but i have i will have nothing to do with that kind of thinking so here he's saying the The prosperous and wealthy who think they're doing so good, they refuse to stop and pray to God, the one that's giving these blessings. They turn their backs on him and say, no, thank you. But Job is saying he refuses to stoop to that level. No matter what happens to him physically on this earth, no matter what, he will absolutely not turn away from God. He is going to remain steadfast. So that is what he's saying there. In verse 17, Yet the light of the wicked never seems to be exhausted. Do they ever have trouble? Does God distribute sorrows to them in anger? Are they driven before the wind like straw? Are they carried away by the storm like chaff? Not at all. Well, you say, at least God will punish their children. But I say he should punish the ones who sin, so that they understand his judgment. Let them see their destruction with their own eyes. Let them drink deeply of the anger of the Almighty for they will not care what happens to their family after they are dead. But who can teach a lesson to God, since he judges even the most powerful? One person dies in prosperity, completely comfortable and secure, the picture of good health, vigorous and fit. Another person dies in bitter poverty, never having tasted the good life. But both are buried in the same dust, both eaten by the same maggots. Look, I know what you're thinking. I know the schemes you plot against me. You will tell me of rich and wicked people whose houses have vanished because of their sins. But ask those who have been around, and they will tell you the truth. Evil people are spared in times of calamity and are allowed to escape disaster. No one criticizes them openly or pays them back for what they have done. When they are carried to the grave, an honor guard keeps watch at their tomb. A great funeral procession goes to the cemetery. Many pay their respects as the body is laid to rest, and the earth gives sweet repose. How can your empty cliches comfort me? All your explanations are lies. So here Job is challenging their their accusations and assumptions that bad people get punishment and good peeper, people get the reward. He's challenging that re- philosophy because he has seen good people not suffer, and he has seen bad people not suffer and he has seen good people suffer. So he's saying like, I don't agree with you here. I've seen these things happen and I don't understand it, but I know that it's true because I've seen it. So everything you're telling me is doing nothing but hurting me. So basically stop it and maybe comfort me instead. In chapter 22, Eliphaz is going to reply to Job a third time. In verse 1, it says, Then Eliphaz the Tamanite replied, Can a person do anything to help God? Can even a wise person be helpful to him? Is it any advantage to the Almighty if you are righteous? Would it be any gain to him if you were perfect? It is because you are so pious that he accuses you and brings judgment against you. against you. He's saying he's being religious. No, it's because of your wickedness. There's no limit to your sins. For example, you must have lent money to your friend and demanded clothing as security. Yes, you stripped him to the bone. So here he's giving he's giving a series of examples of what things he thinks Job must have done to deserve this. You must have refused water for the thirsty and food for the hungry. You probably think the land belongs to the powerful and only the privileged have a right to it. "'You must have sent widows away empty-handed "'and crushed the hopes of orphans. "'That is why you are surrounded by traps "'and tremble from sudden fears. "'That is why you cannot see in the darkness "'and waves of water cover you. "'God is so great, higher than the heavens, "'higher than the farthest stars. "'But you reply, "'That's why God can't see what I'm doing. "'How can he judge through the thick darkness? "'For thick clouds swirl round him "'and he cannot see us. "'He is way up there walking on the vault of heaven.' Will you continue on the old paths where evil people have walked? They were snatched away in the prime of life. So he's comparing him and saying he must have done all these things. And he's saying that Job thinks he can get away with all these things that he must have done because God is just too far away to see him. I'm going to go on um, verse 16. They were snatched away in the prime of life. The foundations of their lives washed away. For they said to God, leave us alone. What can the Almighty do to us? Yet he was the one who filled their homes with good things. So I will have nothing to do with that kind of thinking. The righteous will be happy to see the wicked destroyed, and the innocent will laugh in contempt. They will say, see how your enemies have been destroyed. The last of them have been consumed in the fire. Submit to God, and you will have peace. Then things will go well for you. Listen to his instructions and store them in your heart. If you return to the Almighty, you will be restored. So clean up your life. If you give up your lust for money and throw your precious gold into the river, the Almighty himself will be your treasure and he will be your precious silver. Then you will take delight in the Almighty and look up to God. You will pray to him and he will hear you and you will fulfill your vows to him. You will succeed in whatever you choose to do and the light will shine on the road ahead of you. If people are in trouble and you say, help them, God will save them. Even sinners will be rescued. they will be rescued because your hands are pure. And we're gonna go ahead and stop there and we're we're gonna see how job responds to this um, when we continue tomorrow with chapter 23 in the book of Job and um, and see how he how he responds to this continual reproach and this continual, they're, they're. I feel like they're getting worse and even more and more cruel in their accusations and assumptions and they're, her, they're, they're Job's friends. If you stop and think about that for a moment, like these are his friends. These are people that are supposed to care about him and walk with him through life and help him through things that come up. But they're being so cruel to him, and I just—I can't even fathom that. As as a friend, I just can't imagine saying these horrible things and doing these bad things when a dear friend is suffering this immensely. Because clearly, he's suffering immensely. He says his body is is detestable. He has boils from head to toe. He's skin and bones, and he's he's sincerely suffering the worst, horrible suffering I I could have even imagine. And his friends are just constantly tormenting him over and over and over again. I just, I don't know how he even has the patience to keep entertaining and responding this, but we'll see what happens next when we continue on this journey tomorrow. I hope y'all are having a great day.